Hey everyone, John here from Bite Size Cruises. Welcome back to the Bite Size Cruise Cast. This is episode number two of the podcast. Today we're going to be doing our honest review of the MSC Seascape. So we're going to start from embarkation and we're going to move all the way through our cruise. So embarkation for MSC. This is my first MSC cruise. I've been on over uh, 50. This was actually my 50th cruise of all time. So first time on MSC. I've been on a lot of Royal Caribbean and NCL and Holland American, Silver Sea, all these other ones. So with MSC, you get a randomly generated uh, check-in time, which I didn't love. Uh, I was traveling with somebody else. Our bookings were connected and I got a uh, one o'clock check-in time and Meg from our team got a 10.30 a.m. check-in time. So those are vastly different times. Uh, so we had no idea what to expect. I did some research online and there wasn't a lot of like, Hey, they go by the book or they don't. So we showed up at around noon. I was staying in the yacht club. Uh, Meg was not, we both checked in. It took about five minutes and we were on the ship. So it wasn't bad at all. It was just confusing because there was no really good information. Uh, once we got on the ship, you enter through the kind of atrium centrum area on deck five. The first thing you notice is the ship is really beautiful. It is a brand new ship. So uh, the decor and the kind of ambiance of the ship is really beautiful. It's a little, uh, it's definitely leaning European rather than uh, the newer American style, like the NCL Prima, where it's very like the Prima is very muted. The uh, seascape is beautiful. It's got some colors in it, but it's not obnoxious by any means. It's not like the old, uh, you know, Carnival and NCL ships that are very like ornate. Just really pretty. It's a very, very pretty ship. The centrum area is on five, six, seven, and eight. It's a big open area. It is a little small for my liking. A lot of things take place there and it just seems crowded or scrunched in a little bit. Uh, I'm not an engineer or an architect, so obviously I can't really comment on that. I just wish that space would be a little bit bigger because it would have been more kind of a central meeting spot. Uh, so, but otherwise the ship is beautiful. We spent a few hours on day one, just touring the ship and looking around. It is more segmented than some of the newer ships, say like a Oasis class ship or a quantum class ship. There's no real Royal promenade or big open spaces like that. It's more segmented and kind of like an older ship, but a really big older ship where things are all over the place. There is on deck eight an infinity pool in the back. On deck 18, there's another pool. On deck 16, there's another pool, which is the jungle pool, which has a retractable roof. All in all, we spent a lot of time looking around the ship, and the ship really wows with the different areas and rooms. Uh, it's really, a, really a pretty ship. So other than that, we went uh, to try all the different dining. We did all the free dining, all of the... Uh, especially dining with the exception of teppanyaki, which was very crowded. So my overall review on the food, I don't know if anybody's ever sailed with MSC before or gotten feedback on MSC. Generally speaking, the feedback that I've gotten and received from previous guests or just other people that have been on MSC has been that the food is subpar, really small portions. I didn't find that at all. Ate in the buffet a lot. The food, the pizza and the pasta in the buffet were amazing. There was not, say, maybe as much selection as you would see on like Royal Caribbean or Norwegian or Carnival, uh, but the food that was there was excellent. 
I didn't have any issues. Again, it's a brand new ship, so it could be very different. But in my experience, the free food was very good. I'm usually very picky with food. Uh, I don't eat in the buffet a lot, not because of the food, but because of the people. And this was a more European uh, kind of sailing, so it was a little more laid back and calm. And everybody was a little more respectful than you would normally see on a cruise. So that was really great. The specialty dining, we went to Ocean K, which is the seafood restaurant. That was outstanding. We went to Butcher's Cut, which uh, is the steakhouse. That was very, very good. Went to Ola Tacos and Cantina, which is a Mexican one. That one is excellent too. I will say on that one, not really fine dining, not something I would spend 30, 40, 50 bucks on. But if you just do it as an a la carte, it's $17.99 a person for all you could eat. And that is definitively worth it. So the food was good there. Uh, I was staying in the Yacht Club again. So the Yacht Club restaurant was excellent. Uh, the Yacht Club also has a buffet up on deck 20, which is another pool. And that food was excellent as well. Went there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner on different occasions. And then the main dining room was just fine. I mean, generally on each of the cruise lines, on Royal Caribbean, on Norwegian, and on now MSC, I find the dining room to be just fine. It's a little bit better on NCL, I think, than Royal or MSC, but it's just fine. The food is fine. Uh, the portions were not huge, but they weren't small either. I thought it was fine. And again, you can order more. Uh, you can ask for more things. It's just a little more European and not as gluttonous as it would normally be uh, for U.S. passengers, which is fine with me. You can ask for another appetizer or entree or dessert if you'd like, and there's no charge for that. So that was really good. There were no like specific theme nights in the dining room. So there was not like a Caribbean night or a lobster night or anything like that. But there was a gala night. The dress overall, I thought, was a little, uh, it was very resort casual, which I think most ships are now. Uh, it was a little nicer than I normally see on mainstream cruise lines. Everybody seemed to be dressed kind of like a little more smart casual or smart business professional, kind of like that. Not a lot of like suits and ties and tuxes, but nicer than you would normally see. A little more fashionable, let's say, than you would normally see on a cruise line. Um, the entertainment, let's talk about that for a few minutes. The entertainment was, I will say, weird is probably the best uh, explanation I can give. So there was a show in the theater every night. The uh, five production shows or four or five production shows that we saw uh, were not great. So there were four, anywhere from four to six singers. The dancing was very good. They did have like a, an acrobat slash contortionist and some aerial work. Those were really good. I thought those people were very talented. A few of the singers were very good. My biggest issue was at every single one of the shows, there were at least one to three singers that were lip syncing. Several times it was a dancer that was lip syncing, but like as a lead in the theatrical production, which seemed unnecessary to me. I would have rather just heard a music track and had the dancer dance. I don't know now in everyone's defense, I have not been on the ship 50 times. I don't know if somebody was sick or out and it was strictly just like a, hey, somebody's just gonna play that part. And obviously they don't have a budget for understudies and different things, it's not Broadway. So, you know, that's fine. It just, you, it just weird to me to see people lip syncing at a live show when it doesn't make any sense to do that. You're 10 feet away from them. It's pretty easy to see that they're lip syncing. So uh, that wasn't great. The special guest that came for two shows, was Heidi Carlson from uh, Sweden. She was fantastic. She did like a 
uh, Decade of Divas set for International Women's Day, which was really good. And then she did a Broadway set, which was just phenomenal. She was excellent. Um, then other than that, there is some other entertainment around the ship. There is entertainment in Le, Le Cabaret Rouge, which every night is kind of like a variety show. And that was actually pretty good. Uh, they had a magician, but it was only like five or 10 minutes, which to me is the perfect amount of time for a, mu a musician. I did not go see the comedy show, uh, so I will not pass critique on that. Otherwise, the entertainment was just okay. It, it wasn't as good as you would see on Royal or NCL. There's no big Broadway productions, but the entertainment was fine. It wasn't anything that turned me off. It was kind of like old school cruise entertainment. You go on there, there's like a singing and dancing show every night, and you go because that's what's going on. Uh, and it was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just okay. Uh, the pools were really nice. They did get uh, crowded at certain points, but it wasn't obnoxiously crowded at any time. And like I said, the layout of the ship is very interesting. It's very segmented and sectioned off. But I had no problem with that. It's one of my favorite ships that I've ever uh, been on from a kind of aesthetic point of view. The art gallery was really nice, which is a nice change of pace from all the other Park West uh, ships, uh, galleries that you see. So this had its own little uh, art presentation on there, which I really liked. And the itinerary was okay. We went to San Juan, Nassau, the private island of MSC, and um, Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic. The private island is really nice. Uh, it is still very new, so there is no shade on the island. All the trees are very young. But the island's pretty. They did a really good job. The shops are really nice. Uh, in a few years, it's probably going to be awesome once they build it up a little bit more and there is uh, more shade. But it's pretty. There's plenty of space to do water activities and those things. And then uh, the service on the ship, it's another thing people talk about a lot. I thought the service was great. It is not as doting as is normal for U.S. sailings. So it's not the like Disney level of service where they're kind of running after you. It's more if you need something and you ask, they jump as high as you ask them to jump. So they'll do whatever you need them to do. They just don't, they're not running up all over you as Americans would normally kind of predict. So I thought the service was really good. It was fine. I didn't have any issues. My room store was great. Uh, I had a butler in the uh, suite, which is a waste for me because I never use the butler uh, to do anything. But he was really nice. I saw him almost every morning. Uh, and he was there like just waiting if you had any requests or needs, which I didn't. Uh, and then my only kind of, I mean, I had a great week. Everything was great. I have no complaints. Uh, I'm going on MSC Maravilla again in a month. So we'll talk about that then. But my only kind of thing that wasn't like a highlight was disembarkation, uh, where I was getting off the ship and for yacht club members, you just go wait in the lounge and someone comes to get you, your butler will come and get you and take you down. My butler told me at 7 a.m. to go wait in the lounge. I went to wait in the lounge and people kept coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. And I sat there till 8 a.m., which I wasn't in a rush. So it wasn't a big deal. My flight was at four o'clock in the afternoon. So I was in, it was fine. It was just, if somebody would have said, hey, like you have, just go do something until 9 a.m. and then come to the lounge, it would have been fine. But I was sitting there for an hour watching butlers come in and out and nobody was coming up to me. So finally I just got up and followed somebody. And uh, the guy was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no one came to get me. I've been sitting here for over an hour. And uh, I said, I'm just gonna follow you guys down. He's like, all right. So that was fine. 
and I left and uh, it was a great experience. Got out, took a Uber right to the airport and there you go. So overall on the MSC Seascape, I loved the ship. The food was great. The entertainment was wonky, but everything else was great. The, the people were great. It was really nice to see. I know it drives people, some people crazy, but it was really nice to see them speaking in like five different languages. Like some of the crew staff, super smart, super talented people, which I thought was great. And, uh, and it was a real learning experience to see them speaking in Italian and Spanish and French and German, as well as English. So overall, great week. Love the ship. Love the cruise line. Love the vibe. I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on the MSC Foundation, which was really cool, and what they're doing for the environment and for people around the world. But if you have any questions, feel free to email me at jp at bitesize, B-Y-T-E, size, S-I-Z-E, cruises.com, and I will start answering some questions in the last 15 minutes of the podcast. But thank you all very much for listening. That is our quick little review of the MSC Seascape. Have a great day.